Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So here we are. Back together again, but this time somewhere new. I really like where we are. It's pretty fancy indeed. Do you want to say where we are? We are at Wilderness, which is in Suffolk. Wilderness Reserve, in fact. It is so beautiful. And we're currently in my bedroom, which has these amazing green gingham curtains. Gorgeous double bed. There's a silver roll-top bath. Oh, and lots of flowers. We're here actually with a trip with Fresh Beauty. And it's just been such a treat, hasn't it? I feel like we've been here for a week, not just... Well, how long have we been here? Eight hours? Well, the sun is shining. It is comfortably about 23 degrees. I've got hay fever in full full bloom, shall we say. I don't um, know how comfortable it is. Like, we moan about this hot weather. And I'm, I'm a bit hot and bothered. I'm all right, but I, just, I sound a little bit blocked up and stuffy. So please bear with me for that today, because that is your explanation. But I'm excited. Got a lot to say this week. We have got a lot to say. Uh, so this time, we're, we're not recording at 1 a.m., Quite a lot of people liked that. They said it was quite sultry. I know, and quite soothing. I think we, I felt like, I don't know, we, we, we pulled it off. It was very relaxing. It was more of a, maybe you can meditate to that. <laughs> I don't think anybody can meditate to the sound of our voices. No, maybe that's optimistic. So, should we just get on with this week's podcast? Let's get on with this week's podcast. So, welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number nine. So, Charlotte, what have you been up to this week? Well, actually, I've not told you this story. Oh, not another anecdote, I don't know. Um, I've been walking a pig. <laughs> I saved some for the podcast just so I can hear your reaction. Of all the things I thought you were going to say, walking a pig was not one of them. So, on Monday, me, my mother-in-law, and one of my sister's, sister-in-laws, I have two, I don't know where, where I put the S there. We went to um, Huckleberry Wood, and you can walk a pig. Is that... How does that work? Is, so, is the pig happy? Oh, the pigs are so happy. So happy. <laughs> um, the people who ran it were amazing. And basically, my youngest sister-in-law is called Daisy, and she's a pig fanatic. Like, she won't eat pork, won't have any kind of, like, leather products that are made from pig skin, like, just loves pigs. So she wouldn't do it unless it was fully ethical. Yeah, so we went, and, and Daisy walked a pig. And um, there was two donkeys, miniature donkeys. They were amazing. Duke and Wizard. What? Brilliant names. Um, there was ducks. There was chickens. What else was there? 
Yes, mm. I actually think that was it. But June loved it. I bet. Oh, was it her first encounter with a... With, yeah, live animals, apart from dogs. But basically what happens is when you walk a pig... Um, it, it, it kind of you're, you're not really walking the pig the pig walks you because at no point can you put any pressure of yeah, yeah, you, yeah you know you, you have to like let let the pig go honestly they were so happy and the people that ran it were lovely and um and, and yeah the animals were I, I wouldn't say it I, I was a bit kind of reluctant to say it but after I went they were just the happiest pigs you've ever seen and apparently pigs are quite clean animals and they're not massive fans of being dirty I, like, le- I learned a lot. Debunk the myth. Yeah. Debunk the myth. Yeah, because then I was like, well, but why? Like, I think it's because they're like snuffling. So they're like yeah. snuffle up all the grass and then it becomes muddy. I know. So. It's a real like negative thing, isn't it? But are you pig? Yeah, but pigs actually like to be clean. So <laughs> when you just have a bath, I'll be like, oh, you pig. <laughs> You're as clean as a pig. Um, so yeah, that was just one, one of the things that I've been up to this week. She's really, she really thinks that's funny. I love how hard you laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> It's not something I'm proud of. Um, what about you? What have I done this week? Well, I, I was in Paris. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Bloody hell. Um, the <laughs> night after the Cosmo Awards, where we weren't even drinking, well, the one and a half glasses of champagne, but it was just such lack of sleep. It really was. So we got up the next morning at about 6.30. I eventually got up at quarter past seven. And then we had to escort you out of the front door. We were yeah. like, Charlotte, we're leaving. I actually cried when I got home. I was so tired. You know, when, I'm so sorry. It wasn't your fault. You know when you're unreasonably tired. Oh my god, you are quite quiet. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel awful. No, I got home and, and there was no bread and I just wanted some toast. <laughs> I cried and then went to bed for a two and a half hour. I nap. promise all sleepovers at my house are not like that. That's sorry to we'll get back to Paris, but that's what I've been doing a lot of this week. Sleeping. Napping. Ooh. Yeah, I um have had two two and a half hour naps. Ooh. Um and one night I went to bed at eight o'clock. Did it did you feel better for I it? I felt reborn. Oh, so you can highly recommend yeah, sleep. Yeah, definitely. I know last week we were talking a bit about do the art of doing nothing, but the art of napping. Ooh. And the breathing really helped. So, um, you know, the breathing that we talked and about And hypnobirthing. Um, my sister-in-law, I just talk about family all the time, my other sister-in-law, she works, she's a paramedic in training, and she said the breathing actually lowers the heart rate, so that's why that works. Ooh. So that's why it's good for, for getting to sleep. So. That is... I said forgetting to sleep, and I was like, that is not something I'll be doing anytime soon. But sorry to interject, back to Paris, not at how all. was it? Because that was the good weather, wasn't it? It was glorious. We were there for three days, Friday to Sunday, and oh, there's one restaurant we went to, and I will always recommend it. And I haven't recommended it yet on here, so I'm going to say it, but it's a restaurant called Popolare. Popolare. That's not the words, but it is. <laughs> Charlotte's like, what has happened? I'm um, so confused. It is amazing. It's an incredible what kind Ita- of food? Italian. Oh yeah, she loves the Italian. Oh, do I just? Anyway, they do the best spaghetti I've probably ever had. Um, and it was just amazing. We just mooched around Paris. We I had... felt like you did a lot of meandering. It was really nice because mm. often when I go, there's like quite a big itinerary. Or there's mm. lots of things we need to get done, and it was just like, hey, let's just go here. Let's just walk there. And it was it was really lovely, and it was very quite relaxing actually, despite being like more of a work based trip. Um, it was lovely. We got back, and yeah, I've been catching up with things since, which has been rather nice. From watching it through social media, social media, Instagram. I don't know why I would say social media like your gram, but it kind of came across like it was just a really relaxed trip. Yeah, it was. I mean, we're both pretty chill with things. Like, although I think 
even though I'm a blogger and or an Instagram, you do kind of think it's all like stop, drop, and take twenty photos. But it was very chilled. Tell me about the hotel you stayed at because that looked divine. I feel actually like you might have introduced me to this hotel. Well, they sent me an email really early on when they opened. I don't know why I was on their fancy mailing list, mm-hmm. um, and I just I just shared it. I've never been. It just looked it nice. Was- gorgeous um and it's called hotel i feel like i oh, i'm not great with that it's a hotel de grand boulevard i feel like it's best said like alex turner like grand boulevard hotel de grand boulevard it sounds yeah, best like that yeah. i think that or in a french accent but um absolutely gorgeous very good location i think it's about two streets away from the hoxton so oh, is it that is a good location you've got like a great selection. she says she's been to paris once well twice if you count the, the day that i spent there when i was 16 i can't believe that i feel like you, you you're a seasoned this is what people think about me and they would be wrong you had us all full yeah no i have i've only been to paris twice um, oh yeah i've got i've got a lot of paris to see oh well you'd love this hotel and we enjoyed talking about it because we looked on the website and it was it's a three star hotel I think really but I this is where the star system is flawed because I was like it was gorgeous the interiors had dressing gowns slippers oh I like love gorgeous hotel mini slipper. amenities I did like your mini amenities oh they, they were came gorgeous. in a nice cloth bag didn't they oh I left the cloth bag there I don't oh, know you're why joking. I, know. I was thinking about that in the shower <laughs> and I was thinking how much does that cost them to produce and do they add that onto the room no, within their there. rates. <laughs> I could reuse it but um hopefully it will get reused but I took did take the pencil though yeah I've seen saw. the pencil I like that pencil a lot but yeah it was gorgeous what is the other story you did have to share oh it, it wasn't that interesting it was just that I went to the Italian too <laughs> oh that one <laughs> yeah that oh. was that was that was uh, no not that one no I just went to a Italian an Italian oh. Wow. When you said the word spaghetti, I was like, oh, hang on, I went to an Italian. It was on the Friday night. It was me and all the mums from my WhatsApp group, and we'd had it in the diary for ages. And the thing is, you have to get it in, in the shared diary because, you know, the dads do the babysitting. Um, or, you know, the grandparents or, or, or whoever. Or the dads just do the dadding. Well, the, oh, yeah, sorry, I hate that term. <laughs> the dads just do the dadding. Um, but... Um, I thought I wasn't going to be able to go because I was so tired. But after my tour, and I was just a bit of a diva that day, just like oh not God. the world's best mum or girlfriend. Or I took friend, a t- apparently. I took Ooh. a two and a half hour nap, and then I went out for dinner. Well, once in a while, yeah. don't hurt anyone. It was fine. I feel like maybe I owe Jack uh, for that one. Maybe, um, I don't know. You, you need can... to go on a lad's night out now. Yeah. So I think it's time for Telly Talk. <laughs> what have you been watching this week? No, I've not watched too much, but there is one programme that I absolutely love that is back, and that is Travel Man. Oh, no. Oh, I'm really annoyed. What, have you missed it? Yeah. There's only two, there's two episodes, one Where's I've missed. Where's he been? He, where did he go last week? He went to Oslo this week. Did he? And it looked amazing. It was, I love him so much. So, that actually, if you haven't watched it, me just saying him and... There's not a lot of context. Basically, it's Richard Aowardi and he travels to different places um, for a weekend with a comedian guest. And they do it with kind of within a budget normally. And they document it. And it's just the best way to fill half an hour, I'd say. I wish it was longer. I really wish yeah, it was longer. Yeah, it's over so quickly. Oh, I'm really... See, again, what, is it on Channel 4? It's Channel oh, 4. Um, there is something else that I've seen... Um, but I, I, you know, I saw it. This is quite criminal. I saw it by way of Gogglebox, which is obviously Channel Four, 
and it was, is it Marcella or Marcella? It's the, I think it's like a crimey detective-y thing. Oh, I don't know. It's, this is where you lose me. Crime detective, I get too tense. Do you know what? I only saw what they showed on Gogglebox and I couldn't watch, but it looked so gripping that I'm almost tempted to start it. So if anyone has watched it and doesn't think it'll be too scary for a real wimp, let me know. But I do like things. I like really liked Happy Valley and I really enjoyed, um, oh, what was the other one that I, I watched that was quite similar to Happy Valley? Um, oh, I can't think. I've, gone, I've drawn a blank, but that kind of detective police... Saran Jones programme. Yeah, but love. There's a certain type of like TV um, crime drama. Dr. That I Foster. Can, yeah, I, well, I just watched that through Gogglebox because the problem was with Gogglebox, they kind of gave so much away that by the time you got round to watching it, you were like, well, I know what's happened now. Yeah, you're just like, sing a new song. <laughs> it's good though. But yeah, there's a certain crime that I can deal with. It just depends what the crime is, I think. Yeah. If, if it's too dark, I can't, I can't really watch it. Yeah, this it. did look quite dark to the point where I was a bit like, oh... I'm glad I forgot about it by the time it's time to go to bed, put it that way. Let's go back to Travel Man. What did you do in Oslo? Because I've been to Oslo. I actually, just dropping this in there, me and my friend drove to Norway once. I remember you. I remember that. Um, I talk about it a lot. It was 2,000 miles round trip. Or was it 2,000? Yeah, no, 2,000 miles round trip. And our friend lived in Oslo, but we, we weren't there for long enough because my friend in Norway you can wild camp so you can camp anywhere um, and my friend it was the one thing she wanted to do personally I could not think of anything worse it sounds pretty full on actually yeah I'd like to be in a designated camping zone with designated shower blocks with designated security yeah uh, maybe yeah it's just not for me it's too it's too free and um, so we went to Oslo but it was only for the night and um, all I remember eating was that really like funny like brown kind of sweet cheese yeah, what's he getting up to in Norway? So he did a bit of skiing and he was with Favourite Fleet and it was absolutely... Is she the one from Cold Feet? I mean, I know she's done other things. So funny. And they were... She was... She's just like me on the slopes. She's not for her. Skiing and is... We were having... Who was having this discussion with recently? Skiing is not for me. I feel like just... It is not my idea of fun. I don't... I did it and I enjoyed it, but I'm just not outdoorsy. And ski. Absolutely get on board with that. Yeah, before ski, after ski, just during ski is not my thing. Yeah, I would be on the children's slopes and there'd be five-year-olds doing rings But that's me. the thing, that's what I was doing. Well, at least, you, at least you got on there. At least you tried. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, I feel like I've missed the skiing bug. If anybody would like to send us skiing for a hilarious content, um, actually don't. Opportunity, I don't, I don't. don't do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it would be very It good. will be declined, politely. Um... So yeah, I've been absolutely loving that. What have you been watching? Not a lot, not a lot. I keep I keep refreshing um, Channel 4, uh, 4OD to see if there's another episode of First Dates and I've been so eager there's not another one on till tonight. Oh my goodness. But I'm so, because I missed the first one, like I'm just like, give me another episode, give me another episode, but it's, it, it's not time. And then um, I've just been watching Escape to the Chateau DIY which I talked about last week I said I don't want to set my stall out too early um and I, I was wrong I was wrong it's a really good program and um, it's just the title is confusing because it kind of makes you think they're going to be doing DIY but they go around all these other chateau owners oh, and wow. I just kind of want a chateau now I think we should get one hmm. I'm thinking about it but I've been trying to do a bit more reading this week oh. um so I've actually read 
well, I haven't read the whole book, um, but I've read a book that has been on my pile for a long time, which is Lavinia Greenlaw, The Importance of Music for Girls. Ooh. And the, I literally judged the book by the cover. And what is the what is the inside like? So although I do love a nice cover, I must yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit shallow of me, and I've had it for over a, over a year. I feel like this with, um, I don't know if I should say, because it's probably going to be quite unpopular, I felt like this with a couple of Ali Smith's books. Um, not totally my style of writing, but the covers are beautiful. I did pick one of them up, and I was like, as a book, I'm not loving it. But Does it look nice on your shelf? Yes. That's okay. okay. Yes, it does. That's okay. But um, yeah, back to your book. Um, So basically, it's just all the different songs that have kind of resonated with her through different periods. So when she was a child, when she was a teenager, coming of age, the first time she fell in love, all these different things and all these um, different songs. I mean, it's nothing nothing groundbreaking, as in it won't um, rock your world, but I just really liked it. I really connected with it. Um, The best books are the ones you just connect with. Yeah, definitely. So that brings me to a question. If you had, I feel a bit like Silla Black. If you had to pick three songs, or tell me about three songs that um you can kind of takes you back to a really clear period of time in your life. I, you did actually prep me for this. I prepped you because I thought if I do it now, that's just well, there's just going to be dead noise on air. But saying that, I do have a Desert Island Discs playlist on my Spotify. Do you? Yeah, just so when I hear songs that kind of remind me of a time, I can save them just in case you get invited on desert island dinner. this is it you, you have to prepare for these things you know they must be scraping the barrel for guests because I mean, like, they've it. done so many now There's you must new... be close well that's what i was thinking um so i did have a think the first one would be in my life by the beatles okay good um and that goes two reasons for that song and the first is it reminds me of moving up to liverpool to study oh yeah for the reason that when i first went up with my parents we went into Bilderberg. And in the particular builder bear, you could build a teddy bear, and you could like you do like one of the Beatles, and you could put a song inside it. So when you squeezed its paw, it would sing. And my dad got my mum one, and it sang the first line of "There are places I remember." And then, so that he played it all weekend. So much to say about what you've just said. <laughs> I have never been into a builder bear. Yeah, and then it's it lived it lives still on my parents' bed. So does it look specifically like one of the Beatles, or is it more generic? No, kind it just of... looks like a teddy bear. I used to wear a suit, one of the grey suits. So does it, it had, have a wig? No, it just had a Beatles suit on. Oh, okay, fine. I'm a bit disappointed it's, to be honest. Yeah, its name's Cuddles. So it's just. <laughs> but. <laughs> But every morning when I lived at home, I would be woken up to the sound of this bear. It's slightly muffled singing of, there are places I remember. What, because your dad pressed it? Yeah. I knew it was your dad, you know. No, yeah. I knew it was Daryl. It, it, it would be Daryl. But um, it reminds me of being at home and my family and moving to Liverpool. And it's I a just, good song. And it's a great song as well. So I really love that. The next song is, I've got a little list, so I'm going to have to keep, there's only three, so there's four actually, is Bjork's Oh So Quiet. Um, oh, which throws me back to when I was really little. Um, and this is more of a memory that I do remember it, but it's something that people like my nan and granddad and my was like, I used to love Bjork, that one song. You were a cool kid. And my nan would play it. And oh, actually, you know, that and Tupac. I used to... <laughs> Such an eclectic child. And, and I'd walk around going, shh, shh. 
and then I like, imagine a lot of people wanted to do that back to you. Yeah, I loved it. So I really <laughs> loved those two songs. But there's one more that I'm going to mention, and that is um, "The Time Has Come Again" by The Last Shadow Puppets. That is because on mine and Joe's second date, so he was at our house, my family house, and we just watched. This sounds like a really pretentious story, but we just watched Jules Holland. And my, my dad's got a guitar and Joe played it to me. Oh, I've gone warm and squishy inside. And yeah, he played it and it's the first like few chords of it. Aww. Like do 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 do. And it just, it always reminds me of then. And the words are really lovely. And actually it reminds me of when I was at sick form as well. Oh no, was it year 11 when I had to do a creative writing GCSE? Because there were a few Last Shadow Puppets lyrics I might have lifted for an essay. Um, which... So, sorry, um, who? Well, Turnitin didn't exist then. Well, that's it. That's that system. I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with this. I no. don't. I don't really know where I started. But all university writing has to go through the system called Turnitin, and it can scan the database of like all universities everywhere of like essays from years gone by when they invented this system. So you, that would not have flown. I thought you. I thought you meant Turnitin, as in it could pick out Alex Turner lyrics <laughs> and then tell you off if you do. <laughs> that is a much better thing. So, oh my god, that is so funny. She's lifted some channel lyrics. Um, so yeah, there my. I've actually there is another song. Oh, go on. It's Wetsuit by the Vaccines, which was more when I first started going to lots of festivals, and they released a video for the song, a fan video, and we were in it on like shoulders Aww. at Reading, and it's just a really good summer summer tune. Nice. So yeah, what are your songs? Well, I I selected three. Um, oh no, I did four. Well, I mean, we, we clearly equals. think this is, is Desert Island Discs. So the first one is I Want to Dance with Somebody by oh. Whitney Houston. Oh. Because I remember, I must have been about four, maybe I was a little bit older, maybe maybe not, who knows. But I used to go and use the sound system, and it was the CDs. And remember when, you know, the covers had the words on the inside, and I used to sit with, like, literally the CD player right in front of my face oh. and just sing sing the song. Oh, uh, with the lyrics it's so, the first few beats as well isn't it there's like oh, I can't and it's it. such a happy song like I put it on now and I'm feeling a bit a bit sad woo did sorry I had a throat gargle then oh, I love that I just sang over it yeah just carry on so Whitney Houston and then this is a bit of a weird one well it, the song's not weird but the situation is a bit weird um, and it's Queen Don't Stop Me Now and it reminds me of when we were 16 my parents went on holiday during our GCSEs, a little bit irresponsible, and then my best friend's parents did as well, or maybe it was actually more after our GCSEs, and basically we just had a bit of a party, I mean, sorry if you're listening, uh, my best friend's mum, because we denied it, we denied a lot of it, Um, and we, after the party, got our duvets and wore them like capes, and basically we discovered Queen's Greatest Hits on vinyl, and we just used to play her dad's vinyl, and we uh, used to run around the garden with with duvets um, over our shoulders as capes. As Freddie Mercury would have wished. Yeah, exactly, as (laughs) Freddie would have wanted. (laughs) Um, And then the other song is Rock and Roll Star by Oasis. This reminds me so specifically of when I had a lemon bedroom and remember paint techniques. So changing rooms and we did some dragging effect on wood. So it was like the lemon and the white and you could, do you remember remember that in the 90s? A lot of paint effects. And um, I borrowed Oasis's first album of my brother who was 10 years older than me, but I didn't ask permission. Who was 10 years older than me? He he, he still is 10 years older. He remains 10 years older. Um, And... 
I didn't ask permission. And the end of Rock and Roll Star, you know, it's a bit like, yeah. uh, rock and roll. I'm, why am I going to do it? It's a horrible. And I was like, oh no, I've scratched, I've scratched the CD. <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to do? And I thought, because, well, I just thought it was, I was dead meat basically, as, as, as it was called back then. Wow. Um, so that takes me specifically back to when I used to get my CD player out of the cupboard and put that oh. on. Um, and then my fourth, because you did four. Yeah. Um, it's more an album, um, and it's and it's uh, was it Free's greatest hits? But it's when me and Jack first met. Aww. We listened to a lot of Free, so um, yeah. So that's it, really. But it's amazing. People say smell takes you right back, but I think music, music is right up there. Music takes me back more than anything. Yeah, like I could listen to so many songs, and I'm like, I remember the last time I heard that, where I was, who I was with, what I was doing. It's so powerful. It is so powerful. So I, that's why I really enjoyed that book because I'm. I'm I haven't finished it. I have, I've got a attention span of a gnat. Um, but I just really enjoyed listening to like some of hers and then I started thinking about mine. Um, this, will be really nice. this will be really nice to share, actually, on the Facebook group. Um, again, always mentioning it. But I think it'd be quite nice to share or like do a whole episode dedicated. I feel like we could just go on and on and on. Yeah, definitely. But I love that. I'm definitely going to have to pick that up. Yeah, so it was quite good. I'm going to maybe challenge myself next week to... to watch less TV. Well, we're also coming into that period, you know, winter is that hard hitting, hard, well not hard hitting TV, um, but you know, there's so much short, TV. Short days, you want to get in, you want to cuddle up on the sofa and pop the telly on, yeah. whereas summer, you're just like, oh, I'll open the window, I'll sit by it with a book. Yeah, so maybe we might have to, you know, do telly talk slash what you've been reading or slash, I don't know. What activity you've partaken in that yeah, isn't in of a box. I don't know why tennis. I've just played tennis once. <laughs> Pig walking. <laughs> Pig walking. Shall we move on to shopping? What have you been purchasing? Did you did you get any nice bits in France? Oh, did I? That is a good question. I bought a book. Just one. Um, one book. Um, it is all in French, but it was an Instagram account I actually discovered when I was in Paris, and we came across a pop up. And they're called the Socialite Family, and there's a beautiful interiors account, and we came across their pop-up in the Marais, and yeah, they've got a gorgeous, gorgeous um, home book, so I bought that. I also have a wedding this weekend, and I went into a bit of a panic mode. Yeah, I got the text. Yeah, I, went, I just didn't know what to wear, and I did order a few dresses. Um, there's three options. They will be going back, well, two of will be going back. Will um, they actually, though? Yes, they will. Okay, she's that, she looks quite serious about this. Very serious. Um, and I actually went on to Ghost. Um, <gasps> yes, I really like they Ghost. They've got some gorgeous things at the moment. So and I forget about them. Yeah, because I feel like they're primarily known for silky occasion wear dresses, bridesmaid dresses, which are absolutely stunning. Um, but they've got some really nice, more like day occasion dresses, which are more midi length, floral. And, yeah, they've just really cool stuff. So I actually picked up a couple of their dresses. I say picked up. They're they're not cheap. Um, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're extortionately the quality, priced. quality. Yeah. I think they're really about stumbled then. 95 to £150. Pounds. So I, it is higher end of the budget for a dress. But the quality is incredible. And um, they're just, they're really great wedding guest party dresses. If you want to spend a little bit more. Um, so I love that, and yeah, that is pretty much what I've been quite, I mean, I say controlled, that's a, that's a lot for a week, um, and yeah, so we'll be going back, hopefully both, hopefully they're both not fit. So did you order them all from Ghost? 
Uh, well, I ordered two from Ghosts, and I also ordered another dress. We'll never talk about that, otherwise it's a bit excessive. Um, <laughs> but two, two, you promise me are going back. Two, I promise you, will be going back, because if they don't, then Joe and I will literally be having to eat the herbs in our garden all of next month. <laughs> the sage. The sage. Sage, just sprinkle, just sage with milk, sage with Sa- Yeah, Christy sage, yeah, there it all is. Lovely. Um, also, I did go to the Bowdoin Press Day, and normally I wouldn't share things you can't buy here and now, because that's a little bit annoying, but I did see another corduroy suit. I <gasps> was so... Not upset, that's a bit of a strong word, but I couldn't go, and the pictures that you were sharing, I was getting such FOMO. Oh my god, so it's like, all I can compare it to, all I can compare it to is the Isabel Moron, like, pink cord, like, a kind of burnt blush, and... Burnt blush, I like that. The only thing, the trousers aren't kick flare, they're kind of more straight, but it's just the most gorgeous colour, and I know, come winter, actually, I wish if it was available now, I'd buy it. Um, it's absolutely heavenly, and they've got some real delights coming. I saw um, a velvet midi that I was very interested in oh, red. So yeah, oh yeah, they've got that. They've got like two um, velvet suits. They've got a mustard and a burgundy. I feel like Bowden is going from strength to strength. Um, I had a swimsuit from there that I got for this trip, and they're amazing. They're swimsuits. Like you have to do a bit of a wrestle to get in, but once they're on, they're just they're just holding you in, and as as a woman whose things are going a little bit south after after pregnancy, <laughs> pregnancy and baby rearing, um, I I love them. It is so good. I actually said when I was there, I did my best fashion voice, and I was like, "You guys just get better and better every season." <laughs> and it's the true. lip stamp of approval. It's so true. But yeah, stay tuned because this winter we're all going to be the best dress we've ever been. Cord suits. You can wear that one now. Wear my lemon one. Um. <gasps> Well, by that point, I won't want to wear my lemon one. I want to wear the burnt rose. Burnt, what was on that burnt? Blush. Yeah, that's it. Um, I haven't actually done a lot of shopping this week. After last week, which quite frankly was quite a lot. Out of control. Yeah, so this week I have not been shopping. I'm saving. That is what I'm doing. I also went to a press day. I went to the Rainbow Wave. Ooh, and I oh saw God. I saw that, um, I asked how to pronounce it, Loffler Randall shoes they have got to go with said cord suit you could team that with a velvet mule oh stop they came in jewel colors they were amazing so i'm saving up for a pair of their shoes they're not outrageous as in they're not over 400 pounds i think the shoes that i want are about 230 pounds so that okay. they're, they're a little savvy kind of yeah, the same shoes. Yeah, but... they're not the ones I want. The ones that I want are a red mule, and on the front they have an an exaggerated ruffle with a scalloped navy and pink I baby have pink seen trim. These. Yeah, I, have, I do really. And now I'm like, I do really want a pair of them. You really enabled me. Sorry, and I do that really is my want job. a pair of their shoes. I know. The other thing that I am saving for at the beginning of May, House of Hackney and other stories are doing a collaboration. Oh, I just don't. I can't wait. I'm hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. The thing is, House of Hackney is amazing. Uh, the few bits that I've got have either been their entry-level price points, like the tea towel, the mug, yeah. the oven glove. I've exhausted all of those options, the wash bag. Um, and then the other bits that I've got have been from queuing at sample sales, so um, cushions, lampshades. And for anybody who doesn't know House of Hackney, I would say... What is it? More is more. Lots, lots of vibrant lots prints. Lots of prints. Lots of palm. Lots of green. Um, it's very decadent. It's yeah, delicious homeware. 
pineapple lamps. So the and other stories collection I'm really excited about because I think House of Hackney sizing, quite frankly, can be a little bit on the tight side. Yeah. And they often only go up to a 12, which I think is a little bit outrageous. Um, so, and other stories, I know their fits and also their price points will be cheaper. So I cannot wait. And Insider Knowledge said that it's quite an extensive range and apparently there's shoes. Oh my God. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but... You have, you just put it out there. Yeah, so I'm I'm saving this week. I'm saving this week. Basically I'm broke from last week and can't afford anything. <laughs> we a girl we can all a girl can dream, as a famous proverb once said. Who who said that? I don't know, just a girl can dream. <laughs> Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So this week, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to do more of a discussion. Which I think is a good idea because we've had so many big juicy topics and there are a couple of topics you really wanted to delve into, but... We've had a really extensive natter already. We've talked about music, Desert Island Discs. So we were like, let's just have a little bit of a discussion because you ignited this. I was going to say, I was on a train. I feel like all my stories start with, I was on a train. Maybe that should have been the name of the podcast. <laughs> I, I was, was on, on a train. train and, um, But yeah, this week we're going to do something slightly different. Uh, just to mix it up. It's just to surprise everyone every now and again. Ta-da! But I'm really excited about this because I think it's something everyone can relate to. Well, I think it's really interesting. So I was on a train actually not going to your house um, oh. for, for, for a first, but I was on, my tra- um, on a train to London yesterday and it was about quarter past seven. It was very early in the morning. And my eye glanced. Um, a, a young gentleman came on the train and in my vi- line of vision was was his kind of crotch area and, and his fly was undone. And I quick snap decision and um, I just said oh you know excuse me obviously I wasn't looking I didn't say obviously but you know just just obviously you don't want to overcompensate well I said you know I wasn't looking but just to let you know your fly is undone and he said thank you cheers I really appreciate that and then zipped his fly up and then off he went what a perfect exchange yeah it really was but then it got me to thinking I had an hour and a half train journey so I went to Instagram stories like you know any good Which made me wonder. <laughs> and I said, I just told a younger gentleman that his fly was undone. I really felt like a mother then. I always told people when they have food in their teeth, have zips undone, things on inside out, do you? So my two poll options were always and I didn't. 
What do you think the results were, percentage-wise, on that? I haven't, I can't, I haven't actually seen the results, but I'm going to say the majority lent with I daren't. It was 53% said always, and 47 I was amazed at this, 47% said I daren't. Wow, I get pretty even split then. But I was, I was quite shocked. I was expecting like 90% of people to say that they would. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, I, I don't know, like, I do like the idea of it, but I do, I think it's that worry of like embarrassing someone, but then it, either way they're going to be embarrassed, you think? They'd rather know from someone like they know or like they don't know, then go home and be like, wow, I've had some like this all day. So then I took to Instagram stories and then asked the question, would you want to be told politely in brackets if it was you? And the results were 91% said yes, they would want to be told and 9% said they'd rather live in denial. So, so technically we don't tell, but we would like to be told. Yeah. So then I also said, you know, just to define the parameters, this includes loo roll on shoes, stray bogies, anything yeah. around the nose area um, <laughs> and dresses tucked in pants mm. just to like really clarify and then that's when the messages started oh how they started knickers in pants absolutely every day of the week I would tell someone I think loo roll on shoes definitely a bogey I a would tread cautiously especially if it was someone I don't know if it was a stranger I wouldn't because I feel like why am I looking up their nose <laughs> Like, you've got to have a real inspection. If it was someone I knew, like, well, or even I've met a few times, I'd probably, like, make a little joke about it. But if it was someone I was like, either meeting for work, I probably wouldn't. If they were... If, yeah, that's a tricky one, actually. If it was a train situation, you know, I wouldn't say, excuse me, you've, you've got a bat in the cave. Yeah. But I guess visible ones, like, bigger visible what ones. Or if it was literally hanging. I know, I was just about to pose that question. Like a little dripping tap. I feel like you could just offer someone a tissue and be like, it looks like you're about to have a sitch. <laughs> <laughs> abort, abort. Um, I have only ever approached somebody once about, you know, inside out clothing, tags, toilet roll on their shoes. I've only ever approached somebody once and she wasn't annoyed, but, you know, she, she was kind of, she knew and she had her tag out on her cardigan and um, I think She's I was wearing it with pride. Well, three people had told her, but she said that it itched her. Well, take it off then. Yeah, I know. I don't know if the cardigan was new, and she'd only just. And again, it was on a train platform. Oh, that, oh that's that is tricky, isn't it? She's like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, and I think she was a little bit frustrated because I was the third person to have told her. But somebody made the point, which um, I quite quite liked, and they said it's all in a delivery. Oh, a hundred percent. So the politeness thing is is really key. I feel like I'd have to approach it with a big apology. Like, I'm oh, so British, sorry. British, yeah. I'm so sorry, I don't want to embarrass you, but, you know, like, oh. <laughs> she's rubbing her teeth, I really hope that comes across. I hope across. you picked up the squeak there. Um, but, like, I think if you approach it in that way, in a non-controversial or non-confrontational like way, I think it could be a nice little bonding point. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's our approach to make friends. Going back to the friendship episode of series one, um, you just kind of go around looking for people that you might want to be friends with and hope that they have their cardigan on. And their hope they are experiencing a minor embarrassing situation. <laughs> <laughs> so then it puts you on the confidence top on top of them in the confidence hierarchy. So you're, you're vulnerable. 
Is that how you how you make friends? Like grab people when they're vulnerable. No. Somebody said, um, because I thought it was quite interesting that you know quite a lot of people wouldn't say. Um, and somebody said, um, it's a confidence thing for me. They try yeah. to avoid confrontation in all forms. If it was a friend, they would say something, but general public no. And that was interesting because I hadn't actually thought of it from that point of view. No, it's very true. Like I feel like no one ever wants to be made to feel publicly embarrassed or like silly and I think it is for a split second making someone feel a bit daft yeah and I guess if you you know you are quite an anxious person or you know um confidence in speaking to strangers you know that that isn't your strong point you know I guess you could think of all the different scenarios that could that could happen you know well that's the thing like I've been in situations where I've been with someone who's had a bit of lipstick on their teeth and Looking back, I think, God, I should have said, I feel mm. really guilty. But it's that thing where you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how to start. It's like, I don't look like I've been just staring at this for ages. And I think that's the difficulty. If you don't say it straight away, or, you know, if you're 10 minutes in a conversation. It's like, well, you would have seen my teeth 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so why didn't you say then? But it, it is like, it's so tricky. Whereas I love when people say it, because I'm like, thank you. Because I get lipstick on my chin, I get it on between my eyebrows. <laughs> it's an art. But then somebody else already said, and um, also said, all right, the stray bogeys and the dress in pants, maybe, but she loathes it when people tell them mid-conversation the label's sticking out or there's a thread in her hair. Oh, things like that, I think, are really, like, it's not life change. I mean, if something was stuck in my pants... Well... A hundred percent, I would... Oh... Well, it could be more irritating. Like me, I'm quite a tidy OCD virgin. Well, not quite OCD, but, you know, I do like things a certain way. So I guess it's more problematic for me if somebody had a thread hanging in their hair. I'd be the one having a little bit of a twitch going, that's driving me mad, that's driving me mad. But maybe that's more on you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just I'm just going, going around doing things for me rather than other people. Whereas I do think, like, having your dress tucked into knickers... That needs to be addressed. Yeah, I think... So no pun intended. Somebody messaged me and said they walked around for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. I would go home. <laughs> i just go... For how many days? Oh, all of the days. <laughs> the rest of my life. I would just... Oh, I mean, it happens to everyone. I do check because I think once it's happened to you a couple of times... Oh, you, you, get, on, you get very sensitive to it. Yeah, you have to The second you, have you to feel check. a bit of a breeze, you're, like, slapping the behind, like, whip, anything... Especially, you know, as we're approaching warmer weather. Oh yeah, it's gonna start happening more and more. Keep your eyes out, guys. Keep your keep your eyes. Be and savvy eyes on the ears. <laughs> Peeled for the fringe of it, listeners, with dresses tucked in their pants. Maybe, maybe this is what we need badges for. Yeah, I think it's time for the badges, and then um, when you see a fringe of it badge, you know, first of all, that you're person's on safe up, ground. Yeah, up for some chat, and also if they do have. You know, a bogey. Oh my god, that's a really good idea. It's like wearing a fringe of it badge just says, talk to me. It's like Miracle of 34th Street when they all had the I Believe badges for <gasps> Father Christmas. Oh my goodness. We've just gone on to a brilliant idea here. This is nothing to do with the topic, but brilliant, sorted, community is built. So I would like to know more from you guys. What would you do in that situation? Because I... When I was chatting about it on Instagram, you know, I was I was filling my train journey. It was entertaining me, but then I feel like we got in. I got into some kind of moral issues. You know, mm. do you approach people? I I do. I approach people 
all the time. But I feel like you're so approachable. And, like, you've got a really nice demeanour about you and you're very, like, You have warm. to. First of all, the northern accent helps. Oh, massive. Maybe put on your best northern accent and then address it. Or an Irish accent, because I thought they're two accents that people warm to. Yeah, it disarms people instantly. You have to approach with a smile. Um, what is tricky... I, oh, I saw... Kind of on the same lines, but I saw somebody drop five pounds the other day and a gentleman, um, a lady dropped five pounds, a gentleman picked it up and then ran after her to give her it back. But I know when that's happened to me, I don't drop fivers. I can't think what I have dropped. And then somebody taps me on the shoulder from behind, especially in a big city, you feel very vulnerable. Oh yeah. You feel I get, instantly. Like, I instantly get really like, what? So I think kind of like a side approach, if you can, or like get in front of them almost. Yeah, and to turn around, oh, I'm so sorry to bother you. Yeah, got gotta have a smile. Yeah, or like, and to look like you're about to say like something nice, and, and then break You've the news. You've won five hundred pounds, and your dress is in your pants. You are live on this morning, and we're <laughs> really joking. You've got your pants in your knickers. The other way pants in your knickers. Pants in your knickers. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that that's a different. I don't know what that is for Superman. <laughs> so do you do you do you ever see things and not not approach people? I have, and and I mean not on that scale. I just I can definitely think of a couple of instances with lipstick, um, which I look back now and I do feel an overriding sense of I, guilt. Yeah, I I totally know what you mean, and I. I kind of made a decision that I was going to tell people because I've done, I've left it a couple of times and felt horrible. So now, if someone does have something in their teeth or lipstick, I just go for it straight away, as discreetly as possible, because, and that they've always been like grateful because nobody wants to be that person. One situation I can think of is I was with someone um, having a meeting and they had lipstick on their teeth. We were so far into conversation. Oh, yeah, I know. And at the end, she, I think she looked in the mirror just to like check before she left. And she was like, oh my God, I've got lipstick on my teeth. She was like, oh God, I, I wish I'd known. Um, did you see that? And I was just like, <gasps> oh, oh no. God. And I was like, I did, but I was just worried. And and then I what? didn't say that. I just kind of went, oh no, I didn't. And <gasps> then you lied. Because I was so, I was panicking and I was like, I did, but I didn't want to embarrass you. And then I just, it was a horrible thing. And I left and I felt really guilty and really like quite nasty. And I was just like, I should have said way longer. I mean, luckily, it was just the two of us. And it was dealt with before... It was dealt with. Before we like emerged into the, <laughs> to the greater world. But um, I did feel, like, really guilty. And that's why I was kind of like, no, from now on, I'm going to say, because it was, a, it was a lesson. It was a learning curve for me. Yeah, that happened to me. I didn't say. And then the person had lips on the teeth and was quite mortified when they found out. And then I looked like... A you know, like a, a bad person. And that's it. And no one likes to feel like a bad person either. <laughs> Absolutely. No one likes to feel like they're in the wrong. It's a moral battlefield. I opened a can of worms on the train yesterday morning. Mm. I say yesterday. We had a break uh, between between <laughs> one of the segments. We actually had a, a seven-hour sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't going to tell them that, were we? No, we weren't. We were just going to try and carry on as if nothing happened. So if you notice that our voices are a bit gravelly, it's because we've not been up long. I mean, we just like to just make it feel like a continued chat. We just have this chemistry that continues day to day. It's, well, we had a sleepover and, um, you know, we fell asleep chatting and then we've just kind of woken up chatting, so... I just can't get rid of me. No, I really can't. I really can't. So, leave your comments in the Facebook group. Um, 
www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it we would love to have you and we are quickly approaching 1000 lovely women and man as one one or two men joseph joe and jack oh no but there is um somebody other than joe and jack i think there's three of them there's three men in the group so if you would like to join please go on over um, I think we would we'd like to when we hit a thousand we'd like to do a plan like announce a little event or something exciting maybe some badges so um do head we've over we've got a lot of work to do we've got a lot of ideas and work to do but um if you would like to leave a review if you would like to rate us that helps other people find the fringe of it which means more people join the Facebook group more which people means to chat to yeah you have more potential for friends <laughs> rate us and you could make more friends. <laughs> thanks always for listening for your messages for your emails we're very grateful to have such a lovely little community so thank you again we love you a lot and we will speak to you next week oh i can't wait and that is goodbye from me and me too ta-ra